Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, the show about the show Too Beautiful to Live. On Fridays, we often take you down TBTL memory lane, including interviews with fans, clip shows of TBTL. And if we're really feeling ourselves, we do uh, clip shows of our own show. (laughs) But this is a Monday, so we're here to just bring you a recap of last week's TBTL shows. Uh, Even if a couple of them weren't really worthy of a recap. We are dedicated to recapping all the shows. (laughs) My name is Mike Frizzell, the jail dude, a veteran podcaster with uh, the missing feet to prove it, coming to you from the Deer Blind Studios in the Mountain Room at the ranch in Manchac, Texas. Joining me from the Hodges Sbarro Studios, and that's hard to say, Sbarro Studios, (laughs) in Lincoln Park, Michigan, it's Meredith, the MVH, the most valuable host, Van Harn. Good morning, Meredith. Good morning, Mike. And does that name still sound weird to you? I'm sorry to interrupt. Van Harn? Yeah. I like it because it's very upper Midwest. It's it's it even if even if you were Van Horn, it would be pronounced <laughs> Van Harn in the upper Midwest. Well, I mostly am Van Horn. I mean, I may as well be. I'm thinking of just changing it to that, actually. Go oh, Ma- Meredith Van Harn. She went to Wisconsin. She's a Badger. <laughs> yep. She's a big fan of the Badgers. She goes you know to all me. the games. Anyway, from middle-aged momish type <laughs> studios in Austin, Texas, it's Hillary H. Bomb Livingston Butler. How are you, Hillary? I'm good. You hear my little like Woody Woodpecker laugh in the background. That's like yeah. <laughs> I hear it all the time. It's, That's all I hear in the in the recording. <laughs> it's quite validating for me. Um, as always, we will talk some LRB business. We actually have quite a bit of LRB business, and it's probably more interesting than the recaps of particularly the Tuesday and Wednesday shows. Uh, we'll give you some piping hot takes, and then we will keep some house, of course, and let you know how to get involved. Um, I guess I am handling the business today, of which I said, yes, we do have a lot of it. So let me scroll up the run sheet and take a look at what we have going on. The most important thing is uh, we're here to get rich, you know. Um, we made a lot of mugs, let's face it. I mean, Oh, my gosh. I think... They profited off those mugs. Bobby and uh, and Christy have both retired. That's why they're neither one of them is on this week because mm-hmm. they they took the mug money and ran. So they left us needing to come up with something else. So we have they're s- in the Virgin Islands, I think, as we speak. <laughs> they they are. We I just got a picture of them. They're they're toes <laughs> on the beach. I'm jealous of Must both be the nice. beach and the toes. Yeah. Um. We we have we have a new design which is uh, I think on a mug and shirts now right am I right? I know it's on shirts. I don't know about a mug. Um, Phyllis's husband uh, designed this for us, and uh, it, Hillary, can you describe it for people that haven't seen it yet? It's uh, sort of the Wendy's logo. Um, um, <laughs> Not the Wendy's little... logo. <laughs> Sort of, sort of, definitely not exactly, not exactly. It's the Statue of Liberty, but not really. <laughs> not quite. It's enough to be uh, its own uh, singular uh, drawing, sure. Um, sure. and a little, um, little redheaded fellow with a black eye at the Dave uh, Thomas <laughs> Arena. <laughs> I was actually really proud. It's it's a it's a really cool shirt, and I'm you know I think that we make Andrew a little. Um, uh, tetchy sometimes and he really liked it so and he actually promoted it on his own personal Facebook page yeah. and I was like oh Andrew like it almost like touched me a little bit so and I we, we got to give a shout out to an extra shout out to Josh he does such a yes. good job yeah he's so funny and he's so talented and I, I love what he did with it 
Yeah. So thank oh, you again. Great. We ended up having a uh, a poll in our chat as far as what the slogan uh, from the Dave Thomas Arenas Arena would be, and not to brag, but it was mine that won the poll, and that is <laughs> a beat down for others. <laughs> I'm so proud of that. Uh, and speaking uh, of that, the the link to that. Um, the link to our merch is actually under the Friday show that came out, um, which was Bobby recorded an intro to uh, a cross promotion, which was the earbuds and earworms summer playlist show, which is uh, in our feed and just, just delightful. Every time I listen to earbuds and earworms, I fall a little bit more in love with Mitchell uh, mm-hmm. Manly, her co-host. He's you uh, really love him, man. <laughs> if I weren't married, he's just so nice, and, and he yeah. he knows a lot more about music than I, he forgot more about music than I'll ever know. <laughs> and he's nice. Like yeah. people submit crap, mm-hmm. but he manages to find the good part of the crap, which I would never do. If people, if I had a music show and people submitted crap, I would put it on just to make fun of them. <laughs> and and their music but he's just he's so much nicer than me i admire mitchell i guess is what i'm saying they both have those really really sweet like mid-southern accents that yes. I that i went to college mm. with so i i love it it's like coming home it's really nice and they're just he does seem like he's explaining stuff but in a not super non-condescending way which i, I mm-hmm. really enjoy yeah if i knew that much about music i would be a dick to everyone about it oh <laughs> you just don't get it oh you're an idiot let me let me uh music explain something to you you dummies <laughs> so so i couldn't recommend that more uh and and as i said yeah the uh the merch uh, is is under that post <clears throat> so hillary we yes we got some messages from you in the chat yesterday uh which would have been saturday y'all went car shopping what necessitated this and and what what are you looking for what happened okay so it was you know car shopping really takes it out of me it was a long day so uh, so anyway uh, about two weeks ago I got a text from Dave uh like Friday morning after he had dropped off the kids at school that said I got into an accident I'm okay you know it was the other person's fault so great that's awesome I mean it's not it's terrible but he was like I'm okay and it's the other person's fault so you know, that's all good news. So anyway, mm-hmm. we um, kind of go through the process. Um, Dave gets a rent car. Dave, previous to this, had a piece of shit car. I hated this car. I wouldn't even ride in it. I was like, no, thank you. I'll drive. It's not a big, I hated <laughs> it. It was like a 2005 Escape. It just was, it just had served its time. And honestly, like I hated it, but it lasted a long time with minimal repairs, but I still hated it. So um, we weren't like psyched to get a new car, but it was almost like, well, we needed to get one probably. And this is, you know, if they total it, maybe best case scenario. So anyway, USAA comes back and they say, no, we're going to repair it, which I thought was crazy because this car literally was worth $800 on Kelly Blue Book. Like it was Mm. not worth anything. Like, why are you repairing Mm. this car? It should be totaled. Anyway, they kind of went back and forth and ended up saying, okay, we're going to make you an offer. Like, here it is. And I'm annoyed because... He got way more for his piece of shit car than I got for, like, my less piece of shit car. But whatever. It's fine. I'm annoyed at his his uh, <laughs> privilege in this. But Dave's like, you're crazy. Why are you annoyed? This is for our family. Why are you exactly. annoyed? Exactly. You anyway. made a few extra hundred dollars and now you're pissed <laughs> off about it. I know. Well, I had to find something to be pissed about. Anyway. Okay. So we decide. 
Well, he has a rent car, and USAA tells us you have a week to, you know, not pay for this car, but you need to find another car because you're going to have to start paying for the rent car. Okay, so we get a babysitter yesterday, Saturday. We decide we're going to go find a new car. Now, I'm like a big Toyota fan. It's just like I've always had Toyotas. They're not glamorous, but they do the job. I really have not had many problems with any of my Toyotas, and I've moved up the ranks. I went from a Tercel to a Corolla. Now I have a Sienna. Um, so we thought, okay, you know what? We're going to get a 2017 Camry. That's kind of what we think. Like, it's a good price. You can find some with low mileage. It's, you know, but it's pretty new. So you get, you know, this kind of swanky stuff. Anyway. My okay. favorite, my favorite thing about the Toyota Camry is their last, uh, advertising slogan. I don't know if they're still using it, but the last one I saw was a bold choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. It's an, <laughs> it, it should be Camry, an obvious choice. It's, it's a definite <laughs> choice. It's a choice. So we get to the place. Uh, the guy, our, our um, Mike, you would have liked our uh, car dealer because he really felt free and open with us. He was telling us about how he likes to go to Twin Peaks and all the girls there are fighting over them. <laughs> I really liked him, but I was like, I think you could like back off like put the brakes on the story but uh-huh. whatever so he's driving us around we christy would have walked finally. out he's just in the middle of one of his stories <laughs> no, she, she just kinda, she's like all right i'm, I'm good <laughs> so we we find one we like they really didn't have that much inventory but we finally found one we liked 2017 with like fourteen thousand miles on it it was good price we, whatever good we're good we're signing all the paperwork I showed y'all I have amazing credit, so I bought it. It was, you know, we're, we're oh, good. Yeah. We're excited. Yeah, we're excited. But it, we've been there for a while, so we're like, okay, we're ready to go have a drink, have something to eat. We're ready to be done with this. So we go out, kind of look at the car one last time. They're handing us the keys. Now, before we bought the car, there were a couple scratches, but nothing, like, nothing big. It's a used car. There were a couple little dings, but nothing that would have, like, set, let me say no to it. We were walking around the car as we're about to get into it. There is like a sizable dent in the back. Like, hmm. it, it's not, you know, horrible, but it's not nothing. So I point out, I'm like, this wasn't there before. And the guy's like, I think it was. And I'm like, no, 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 this wasn't there. We would have said something. And we're like, I- I'm irritated. So I kind of walk away because that's what I do when I like am irritated, but don't want to confront something. So I'm like, Dave, I don't want this car, even though we've signed all the paperwork. So Dave, Dave, the brave one goes and says, I don't want to sign any of, I want to revoke the deal. I'm kind of done. And so anyway, they, you know, go back and forth a little bit and they're like, why don't you just take the car, bring it back on Monday? You know, we'll repair it. And Dave's like, I'm not taking this car off the lot. I'm, I'm not taking uh, control of this car. Anyway, so long, I mean, very, very long story. Um, we did not take the car. They're going to repair it. Dave's going to go back. And if, if it's to our satisfaction and they completely replace the bumper, then we'll take it. But if not, then we're revoking the deal. So that's wow. it. I know it was really stick to your guns. I know. And actually, you know, I was, it was annoying and I, we were like bummed that we didn't have a car to take home. But I'm such a people pleaser that's even in situations like this that sometimes I'd be like, it's okay. It's fine. We'll just take it. But I knew I was going to be pissed about it. So mm-hmm. I'm really proud of us as like a team, even though I walked away, uh, <laughs> that we were just like, no, we're not taking this. Like, this is ridiculous. Anyway, they did find out that I think that one of the guys that was detailing it backed into something. So anyway, mm-hmm. <sighs> it was exhausting. But um, guys I think that work in a body shop should not be running into things in said no. yeah. I mean no I mean anyway so stay tuned I'll tell you how it ends 
you know, next week. We do have to get a car. That's the thing. We have to get a car. This is not, yeah. you know, this is not something that can't happen. So anyway, TBD. We'll see. Stay tuned. Um, where where were you at a uh, were you at a we were at the Auto Nation Toyota okay. on you know on the um, whatever it's called the car mile on thirty five like near okay. you know okay. you know down there so I bought see. my last few with uh, CarMax and and always had good you've had a good experience experience and got out of there fast enough Emily always has a nightmare of a experience trying to buy a car it's, it's and I think it's it is a female thing sometimes too is like. Yeah. They don't believe that you're going to buy a car or that you can yeah. buy a car. Like, yeah. it takes her yeah. weeks sometimes to buy a car. Yeah, they <laughs> I, I get out of there seriously. in three hours. That like, is seriously, like, your bur- lady brain can't figure out how a car works. So. <laughs> work? I, um, I contend, I love being married to Dave. But if I, um, the one of, if I didn't like being married to Dave, I feel like one of the only, like, positive parts would be that I, like, could go shopping with a man right. <laughs> for a car right. because otherwise I'm like, I don't want to do this by myself. I'm, I'm hanging in there just for the patriarchy. Just, just, I know I'm, <laughs> I, when I bought my first car, um, it was uh, when I lived in LA and it was from Toyota of Hollywood, but I was such a baby about it. And I was like 24. I made my dad call Luis, the guy uh-huh. <laughs> negotiate yeah. with him. Um, so it worked though. We got a really good price, but I was such a baby that Michael had to do all of my negotiating. That's Hey, you, you took advantage of, of everything at your disposal. I don't blame you for that. That's yeah. and yes. And yesterday, you know, Dave stepped up and when, yeah, he, when he, really he walked did. away, he, yeah, he did his thing. You know, you got to work as a team when you're in these situations because yeah. they will find a way to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. F you. He was like, listen, man. It actually worked because he was like, listen, man, my wife will not be happy if we bring this home. Like, this is yeah. not going to be okay in my house. It is really nice to be able to, like, blame stuff on your spouse, yes. especially when it works in their favor. Like, look, I just can't. You know, I'm going to get in so much trouble when I get home. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I got to live with yeah. her. You know, you ball don't. and chain. <laughs> Oh, I make right. Dave seem so much like more of like the like patriarch of the family because I'm like, I need to go ask my husband. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Sure. Do it. Use it. <laughs> They've been using <laughs> shit against you. No yeah, use, exactly. Use your shit against them. So, um, well, speaking of the patriarchy and non-participation <laughs> in it, uh, Meredith, you lost Eddie in the divorce. Yeah. But this might be changing. Well, unsure there um so duff is doing that stupid awful road trip um again from texas to the upper peninsula of michigan and i uh asked him if he was going to do that and if he was going to bring eddie if i could take eddie because they don't allow dogs at the festival and then he's also going to go to new york um he's going to drive to new york i think with his sister so that would be a lot for for a little guy and that'd be a long time for him to be in daycare that'd be like two weeks in daycare so i thought he would be happier um hang out with me plus I really miss him and I want to see him so we were talking about it and he was like you know um it's it's clear that Eddie is your dog and that I am his caretaker you know like I because I was the one who raised him really I spent every day Mm -hmm. with him and trained him and all this stuff and he's like I wonder if he would be happier with you um so we're we're definitely going to do this I'm going to have Eddie for about a week and a half and then we're going to kind of see how that goes and if it goes well I might keep him that's incredible I know. I know. I'm really excited. I, I'm a little nervous because, you know, I, I talked about a lot about this when he was a puppy. He, he made me really anxious. <laughs> he was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Right. But he's two. 
Um, and he's calmed down a great deal yeah. and all that training is paying off. Um, yeah. so I guess I'll know more next week cause I'll have had him for a few days by then. But, um, yeah, Duff's going to drive up with his sister. Um, they're going to drop Eddie off to me probably at work. Um, I think they're going to get in around the end of the day. So I'll be at work that day. And then I'm going to work from home for the next week and a half because Eddie is high maintenance and can't yeah. be left alone. <laughs> so if I keep him permanently, I'm going to have to come up with something. I have a... I do have a wonderful cat sitter who also watches dogs. So he could, you know, take Eddie out uh, in the middle of the day and walk him. Or there's also a doggy daycare right now by my work, like a block away. Oh, that's nice. Um, that's really good. So I could do that too. It's just a matter of, you know, it's just, that's just a logistic thing at this point. But um, I would really, really love to have him. And if nothing else, I'm really excited about the the time that I'll get to have him for about a week and a half. And I've already got a meetup plan with uh, listener Sydney. Um, she wants to meet Eddie and we're going to hang out. Um, and I get to meet her daughter too. So that's going to happen next week. That's well, awesome. if there are any yeah. uh, new listeners, Eddie's a dog. Oh, think, right, right, I don't right. think we mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith didn't what abandon if it was a child, child you were talking? In, <laughs> no. In Dallas. In Although you do train children as well, right? Clicker yeah, train I, them, I wish. I wish they were easily. Come on. All right. So I have a stump date. Uh, on Monday, my birthday, July 9th, I turned Happy 26. Birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Bobby sent in a Blur's Day thing to Andrew for me that Andrew refused to read because he's butthurt about me not yep. liking Blur's Day. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's interesting. Um, I was butthurt about not getting shouted out because there's nothing I like better than lots of attention <laughs> for my birthday. Uh, so Monday was was my birthday, but the reason it was significant was because uh, this year it was going to be very celebratory because we were signing the papers on selling the Albatro- um house in Kyle. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I I always forget it's my birthday. I wake up, then I get all these birthday messages. Hey, it's my birthday, and we we got a message from our realtor that. The buyers were wondering what happened to the um, curtains in the house. My um, Emily made some really nice window treatments for the uh, living room in, in the house, and, and we said that we were going to leave them there because it wouldn't make any sense to take them because they wouldn't work on the okay. windows that we have now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they really liked them, and they asked if they were staying, and we said, yes, of course. And we got a message that the, the, the treatments were gone. So I was going over to Kyle to get uh, my prescriptions because it's just as close as anything else uh, to where we are. So I go over there, I go to the Walgreens, get the prescriptions, and I go to the house and, um, you know, that we're only going to be owning for a few more hours. I go in and the window treatments are there because we were wondering, did someone break in and steal them? I mean, what's the deal, right? So I take a picture, send it to the realtor. Uh, and I, I'm pretty sure what happened was they thought that there were similar treatments in the master bedroom that we had taken or something. So they were just mistaken. Everything was there. So it's about 1130. Uh, and, and you, you both spent a lot of your lives in, in Texas and, uh, Monday was a very rainy, stormy day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I go out, I go out to the car, it's, it's raining and I, I start driving out of the neighborhood and it just starts raining so hard. I can't see anymore. I can't drive anymore. So I pull over. So I'm pulled over 
and it's now it's getting on you know 12 o'clock and our appointment's at one in buda which is you know just the next town over but it's about 15 20 minute drive and I can't go anywhere. It's like I'm starting. I'm starting to panic because this day we've dreamed of this day where we can go sign these papers and and be done with the house and Kyle. Uh, and okay, so eventually the weather lets up and I'm like, okay, all right. Um, it's about twelve, twelve ten or so, and and I it's my birthday and I want to treat myself. And usually every year I do treat myself by, I, I go to Arby's and I get myself a beef and cheddar. <laughs> so, and there's one in Buda and it's kind of on the way home. So, uh, I, I, you know, I figure I'm, if, if I can't get home, we can't go together. We can meet there. So I, I get in the drive through line at Arby's and it's just insane. There's like 12 cars there and nothing's moving. So, I had to bail on on a beef and cheddar on my oh, birthday God. in order to get home and go sign the papers with my wife. It was very celebratory, though. I thought I might cry. I didn't end up crying, but I did squeeze our real estate agent so hard her eyes were bulging out <laughs> afterward. It was like a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. She gave us a, some nice flowers, and uh, and we had a semi-celebratory uh, lunch dinner at uh, Trudy's in Dripping Springs. Nice. Um, but it you just can't celebrate till the money's in your account, mm-hmm. which yeah. took a long time. It took more than twenty four hours before we got it. So the next day, uh, the next evening, we were um, to celebrate our anniversary as we do at Ruth's Chris. And w- the the loan funded, and we got the money at about. Three three fifteen in the afternoon. We five o'clock. We were at Ruth's Chris, just living it up. <laughs> so exciting <laughs> with oh, our eighth anniversary feeling. dinner. So it's uh, uh, that's that's over. That nightmare. What a relief. Is over. Golly, yeah, y'all. Like early July is really an impactful time for you. Birthday, <laughs> marriage, selling this goddamn house. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty amazing. So. So we're done. Finally. Um, throw your phones. I haven't even... Do we have a sheet on this? Did we get a lot of throw your phones this week? No, Should... Anne's not on this show, so no one did it. Um, oh. I have them saved in my email, so I can do them real quick. Okay. Is um, there anything in general or things that need to come up during the week? Um, It's it's pretty specific. One is a green day and one is... Uh, <laughs> green day. Well, this one is more... This is a little bit more generic because it just is like every single fucking day for the last i don't know month this is from david um toucher is that how you pronounce his last name um sorry david and then he said um this is why did you just throw your phone and he said on today's episode number enter the episode it doesn't matter luke's annoying habit of clearing his <laughs> nose snot made me want to throw my phone and scream stop snooching gnooch <laughs> yep um it really is every GD day it really is it's yeah like, he's it's it, a habit now it's a, it's, it it's part of the show Ugh, gross um and the other one is is about green day um which uh was that on monday i believe so um if, if i can just read it now but it was sure from uh miss uh nice lady christy wise 
Why did you just throw your phone? My throw your phone is not because Luke doesn't like Green Day. He has made it very clear in the last 10 years. What bothers me is that the <laughs> Washington Post linked to a false clickbait story. The American idiot is not George W. Bush, but the Fox News watching brainwashed redneck love America or get out. The um, album American Idiot is a rock opera. So, of course, songs are on the nose. So, yeah. Yeah, Luke is too sensitive about that. It's really weird. He's so, you know, it has to be like, I, I don't, I mean, I do like Green Day's first album. I don't celebrate their whole catalog, but I don't know. <laughs> they made it into a musical, too. So, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it touched somebody. All right. So, those were our TYPs for the week. All right. Let's do the week in review. We've avoided it this long, but we can't avoid it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We just have a show where we're talking about we what's tried. going on in our lives. We'll just <laughs> turn into 20 like... minutes in. Yeah. Uh, Monday, 2679. Uh, Sasha Fierce. Rudy has Lammy, which uh, is, I guess, one of her guys that she doesn't tear up, the that, that she takes tender care of. And I would say, I don't know uh, how much experience you guys have with the, your your dogs and your toys as far as this goes, but... They do seem to have toys that they're more tender with and toys that sure, they sure. go for go in for the kill. Every we, time. Mike, you, you met Molly a couple times. Yeah. Right? Like yeah, you I saw how Molly. gentle and sweet and, and just chill she was, right? Uh-huh. So she wasn't super into toys. She liked her Nyla bones, you know, she liked to chew on those. So she was into chewing stuff. But she had one toy that I think was a Santa Claus and she hated that thing she didn't really (laughs) care about toys but and so she wouldn't she would ignore them at the worst but there was this one Uh Santa Claus that she just couldn't stand and she tore the stuffing out of it immediately and we were just like what is happening (laughs) like who are you why did you decide that this one was the one that had to die and everyone else is just getting ignored (laughs) so I don't know what it is about him but Rudy must just love this thing yeah is Duchess a, a toy gal? Not really. She liked a in her younger days, she liked a tennis ball, but now she's pretty... I mean, she likes uh-huh. to find a children's sock and chew it up, so we have to make sure to <laughs> keep this. But toys have never really been her thing. I mean, you know, all she wants to do is chase squirrels around and roll around on her back in dirt, like in our yeah, little right. backyard. Yeah. And I'm like, I come in and she looks like she's been in the coal mines. It's like her whole face is covered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. toys aren't really that's not really her deal no she's a little too lazy for that she's she's sort of in the in the same family as as ginger not only in looks but in attitude towards toys <laughs> nothing exists to ginger except for emily and food <laughs> right so so she's not interested but but abby has lots of toys um and she she's always very tender with them she she's like um does this thing where she nibbles on them like not 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 to dine on them but to like get fleas off of them these non-existent fleas or whatever so she does that that little thing with her front teeth on them nibbly thing yeah yeah it's really cute Uh, except when it's dinner time or she's excited she picks those things up and shakes them you know oh breaks their necks (laughs) yeah 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 so it's really a good thing she's not a mother because she would just be one of those mothers who's so sweet. Oh, she's so good with the kids until she gets mad. And then she's not good with the kids at all or excited or whatever. So anyway, uh, Luke uh, carries out of town. So uh, Luke has been sleeping on his back and, and snoring. 
<laughs> which uh, leads to talk of Aviv's liking when Andrew leaves town because she gets to sleep on her back and snore. Um, I, you know, when when Emily's mom was in town, wow. I mean, she was rattling the walls because she was <laughs> sleeping in the bedroom next to the mountain room. And, you know, um, the women in this family go to bed about two in the afternoon. So <laughs> it, it's it's impressive to me. I, it doesn't bother me because if I'm tired, I go to sleep and you're not going to keep me up with your snoring. So I guess I'm easy that way because I, I think Emily sometimes snores. It doesn't, doesn't bother me. I think it bothers her more when I snore except for she often has pillows over her head that's part of her sleeping thing is she has <laughs> she encases her head in pillows just um keeping noise out or something you know because we all have our thing like i have a i, I tend I, to do that too yeah i sleep with a pillow between my knees and yeah. that's that's you know, just because i had so many injuries when i was a kid i you know it was something the doctors told me to do to to help heal and keep my pain down and keep my spine aligned while i my fucking legs healed from all the horrible things i was doing so we all have our our things you know i think yeah. it's weird if someone doesn't have a thing you know yeah i i, I tend to hug a pillow because it's it's my shoulders you know and my yep. neck and my jaw that are messed up right so mm -hmm. having my arms not i like to sleep on my side and so if my my shoulders are collapsing in on each other yep. then i wake up achy so it's actually i will hold on to a pillow all night long it doesn't oh, matter totally, what position totally. i'm in Lucas uh, still has back problems from the monster truck incident. Does he have a workman's comp thing going here with CBS? I, Could he, he? should have. I know. I mean, that's too much paperwork and reimbursement. But <laughs> he's never going to do it. Imagine him trying to do it. Carrie's going to have to take charge of that situation yeah. if it ever comes about. It, sound, it sounded like the, um, the, the place made him uh, do a lot more paperwork than he normally does like for APM or whatever I think they're pretty insistent there that you sign the papers before you yeah. get in the truck so mm -hmm. I think they're clear but but CBS might be I mean he did get hurt on the job yeah right. yeah so but you know I mean that's probably pretty bad for your TV career to to bring a lawsuit against your, <laughs> yeah. your employer um Andrew talks about how he's good at socializing, but really relishes the end of a bout of socializing. And I, I kind of get that, I guess. But I don't know. Part of it, why I like, I like the feeling at the end of a long, you know, like weekend of socializing when everyone comes to town or whatever, is now I, now I have memories, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the cool part to me. Like when Bobby left, I wasn't super sad because I was like, you know, I got these memories. That I was really fun. Sit yeah. with them. Yeah, exactly. I think, I, you know, Andrew's such an introvert. He's got to do the recharge thing, yeah. which I totally get. You know, you just need a break and you need to kind of rest and be on your own for a little while. Yeah. I totally get it. I'm an extrovert, but I, but by the end of a lot of socializing, I'm like exhausted. I need to be alone. <laughs> I need to be in my I, like, I don't think that's a binary thing. It seems no. to be everybody thinks like, oh, introverts do this. And it, there's like yeah. definitely overlap. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Luke talks about how he is a sneeze hypocrite in that he is a super loud sneezer and then gets irritated when other people are super loud sneezers. And this is on the goddamn nose for me because I am so loud. We have this house. <clears throat> There's there. There are no rugs in this house. So when someone sneezes, 
the whole the whole thing shakes on its foundation. It echoes for five minutes through every <laughs> empty room. And I'm at least a double sneezer, usually. Sometimes as right. many as four. And I am so loud. And then when Emily sneezes and she's loud, the first one I'm like, okay. Second one I'm like, <sighs> and if a, a third one comes, I'm, I'm starting to get mad. You know, tone it down already. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Duff used to do, he's, he's a scream sneezer, which oh, I think yeah. is even worse. So there was screaming invo- like he, involuntarily, and I tried to like teach him how to sneeze properly, and it never worked. And he would also, he would sneeze so, and this is also how, what a heavy sleeper he was, is he would scream sneeze in his sleep. Oh, like, man. And it would, you know, I would basically fall out of bed with fear, and he would just stay asleep. God. I understand why people sleep in separate bedrooms now. Like, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Got a oh sleep gosh. scream sneezer on my hands. Yeah. That's Rough. really hard to say. <laughs> sleep scream sneezer. Wow. All right. Uh there's talk of the, the, the Thai kids. Luke Luke he asked where will they play soccer again? They weren't <laughs> oh, playing soccer in the cave. It's not a soccer in injury or trauma. <laughs> It's ins- that was an insane line of. They're probably of not going to go spelunking ever. Right, again. right. Yes, just right. say that. It was the cave thing. The cave thing was the bad thing. So, uh, how many days were they in there before anyone figured out they were in there? Uh, several. I mean, was I'm, it four or five? Not days? quite a week or something. Yeah. Yeah. And no snack. I mean, well, they must have had orange slices. <laughs> they, they can't Some get through fish. an hour without snack in the United States. We just can't do it. We, no. we have to have uh, Costco delivery during the right. during practice. But uh, they probably have Amazon Now there in Thailand. <laughs> right, right. Amazon Now is they had the, the air tanks on going in there yeah. and getting them some peanut butter and crackers. Yep. Oh my God! Uh, pretty good spoof when uh, I think Andrew said, uh, "Well." You know, the other team, you know, they're going to have to forfeit because soccer is competitive. You know, you, get, you don't show up. <laughs> show up for the game. Yeah. It's a loss. I'm, I, the they breaks. probably missed two games. They probably got two L's yeah. on their record now. That, that sucks. They're not going to the playoffs. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen tricks Dick Cheney. And, and like a lot of other people. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Sarah Palin. I mean, I feel like if you trick Sarah Palin, it's like fake throwing a tennis ball. It's not something you you could you should be proud of. You know that the the, the dog takes off. And, oh, you're such a dumb dog! I didn't really throw the tennis ball. <laughs> Don't be proud of yourself for that. But Andrew's not a fan of uh, Borat and Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, and then he describes a coworker that did both Borat and. <laughs> Austin Powers. This is someone who needs to be taken out. <clears throat> yeah. Ooh, at the same time. That's <laughs> no, a bad Venn diagram. Well, and I, I think uh, the people, the guys that were doing a lot of this Borat, I don't think they were in on the joke. No. Because uh, the joke was Borat was horrible. Right. A horrible person. But they thought he was funny and cool. He was funny and not cool at all yeah. well no it's the whole point i mean he's such a monster and he does it in such a way that it draws the the monster out of other people mm-hmm. and that's why he does it and that's yeah. why he did this new show you know he's getting cheney chuckling and signing 
a waterboarding kit is one of the more horrifying things I've seen in a while, which is like, that's saying something if you've watched the news. Yeah. Right. So he's just so cavalier and whatever, like, ha ha ha, waterboarding. It's funny, you know, and that's his whole shtick. And I think he does a really good job at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There'll be more uh, SBC talk later in the week. There's an email from Lisa uh, defending the Statue of Liberty lawsuit decision. Um, and then there's a uh, weird voice. Um, was it a voicemail or an email? But it was it was basically a love letter about Luke's voice. It was an email, and I, it was very weird. <laughs> I mean, I think someone was super high. It had to have been, yeah. I mean, super hot because it was sweet, but not something that you would say to someone. It, you might think it. <laughs> but, I, I I think if I maybe had gotten that email, I would have forwarded it to the FBI just like just in case. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's a there's a file. File it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just glad that they pronounced stilicum correctly because is that how I, you spell it? Yeah, how you spelled it in the right. Wow. Yeah, stilicum. That's- but it looks like stylicum. Yeah. <laughs> or steelicum. Yeah. So uh yeah, yeah, every every part of the country has unpronounceable Yes. Things. Oh yeah. Shaka. Yeah. Shaka. <laughs> it would be so much cooler if that's how you pronounce it. I know. My check. In Bellevue explains Luke's um bad fun run time and, and Luke left out. He didn't say that he went and sat in the bushes. I know that's that such is an so integral part of this story. I was so mad. It's so extremely Luke too to just be like, I'm not yep. following the rules. I'm just going to wander off and do my own shit. <laughs> oh and then God. get mad when his time is wrong. It's ex- <laughs> wrong by the exact amount of time he spent sitting under a tree. Hmm. I know because everyone else turned in their bib. They put it on a they put it on a, a rod and it sequenced everyone. So you knew, you know, maybe not to the second or whatever, but. Very close. Yeah, you wouldn't expect this to be like the most high tech race <laughs> yeah. in the world, right? <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get splits. You're not going to get tents. No. You know. No. Oh my goodness. Um. So that was satisfying, actually. Um. That <laughs> yeah. Steve not only explained that, but that Luke had to confess that uh, he was being he was um. This what, was all his fault, basically. Oh, yeah. his entitled <laughs> etiquette in the yeah. right, in the process. All right. I've done enough talking for now. What's going on on uh, Tuesday? Tuesday, 2680. Enough about memes. Let's talk about you. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> that memes drop is great. I, I hope it never goes away. That's memes. very fun. Um, Andrew uh, doesn't like being the what's up guy. Like Luke, Luke is taunting him with that and it seems to really genuinely piss him off. It's great. So good. Um, the the headline uh, of interest today is that uh, I think it was the Seattle Times said that rockfish are the rock stars <laughs> of restaurants lately, and and they're wondering if maybe you should cancel your Seattle Times subscription <laughs> because they write bad headlines. <laughs> they're the rock stars of the kitchen. They're the rock stars of being killed and eaten. It doesn't seem like a great honorific. 
no. uh, given what what happens to them. I thought it was interesting, though, that like Luke was so ready to be like outraged by it. And it is a dumb headline. I mean, nobody's arguing that. But Andrew was like, eh, whatever. It's whatever yeah, it is. It's fine. And Luke was like, oh, I, I, wanna, I want you to be so annoyed by this. And I had written it on Twitter. I, I like tweeted it. And Andrew was like, eh, no big deal. Well, when you when you grew up in Seattle, we had two newspapers, one morning, one afternoon, and they were both good in yeah. their own way. And they, the, the PI, the Post Intelligencer, barely exists anymore. And the Times is terrible, and it's it's just sad. So yeah, I kind of yeah, feel yeah. I kind of feel them on that. Like there is no, there's not much journalism left in Seattle, and. And that's I mean, I guess good the stranger the probably world. is the stranger yeah, is stranger, probably like sure. the best thing mm-hmm. on. I mean, when it's the free weekly, you're like, how? Wh- I mean, great, but also oh, our daily yeah. newspapers should be doing it. Listen, the Austin American Statesman is great on like college sports. At literally everything else is like pet the contests weekly, and yeah, or you gotta go like, to the Chronicle or sourced from the AP. Like uh, they're all sourced from someplace else, and like they're they you know they can do some. Cedric Golden has some great takes on UT football's, you know, upcoming season, but otherwise it's trash. Yeah. I try to keep up with the the Detroit news, but they they don't make it easy. You know, it's no. like it's the it's the spider egg ads first of all. <laughs> yes. You know, every time I click on one of their so stories, gross. I've I've won a thousand dollar Apple gift certificate somehow. Yeah. Like it's just I can't do it. Like most no. of my news now comes from the New York Times and Wonket.com, which is just dick jokes. Um, so the, I don't even really bother with these local newspaper news sites and radio station sites. Also, have never met a, a nickel that they yeah. would so take bad. for a pop up or a. Yeah, a takeover ad or yeah, they're Scrooge again. McDuck in outer space finding the penny that's floating around. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so true. The uh, yeah, the Statesman's terrible. I read the ABJ, the Austin Business Journal, a lot, and that's actually okay. like pretty good. That's actually pretty good, but you have to pay for it, which yeah. my company does. But yeah, this the ABJ's website is good. The Statesman's website, yeah, it's just a bunch of. You know, click this to see what happened to this old actress. You know, what right. does she look like now? And Dave Implying always falls. Dave dead. always falls for it. I'm like, don't no. fall for it. Right, and then you have to get a new laptop. <laughs> well, speaking of falling for things, Luke, <laughs> yeah. Luke, who is young enough to drink coffee at night and not be affected, but old enough to start falling for clickbait advertising for cheap AirPod knockoffs, bought two of these pieces of garbage for $18, thinking like the cost of AirPods has definitely come down enough to where this makes sense, where I can buy ripoffs. I mean, AirPods have been out for like eight months or whatever, a year. Um, They haven't come down that much. They haven't been out too long. No. No. But I have a pair. I bought them when they first come out because I tend to be, I'm a total sucker for everything apple and i love them they're great and i use them all the time i use them on airplanes i have even dropped them on airplanes and then located them again um somehow magically i i i fully expected to like lose at least one of them within the first month of owning them but i haven't um and it would be great if they were 18 dollars, but they're not and they shouldn't be and luke learned his lesson the hard way because these are airpods for giants they don't (laughs) fit in his ear holes they never will um i i can understand buying one i don't I yeah. don't get buying two here. Oh this yeah, insane. Buy one, and if if they're great, then buy ten. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm sure the deal will still be up in two days. Yeah, like, 
You don't need to buy two right away. At least it wasn't a huge waste of money. At least it wasn't laser baldness helmet money. Um, but I still can't stop thinking about what an idiot he is for doing this. Like, God. why would you ever think that that was going to And he already has a pair that he hasn't lost. So I'm like, why, why just buy one backup if you really... It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. My sense. backup headphones are the cheapy, you know, yeah. the the pods that Plug come in. with your phone or yeah. whatever, you know. Um, and that's fine. Um, yeah. There's a campaign as part of the um, Trump's visit to the UK to get American Idiot to be the number one song on iTunes in the UK. It's pretty good. Um, it's Although it's, I don't like Green Day. I've never liked Green Day. It's a terrible song and it's, it is yeah. on the nose. Um, but you know, Green Day has always been pop punk for teenagers, um, treating it like it's serious adult music is that's the mistake, (laughs) you know, it's not, it's not good. Um, I, they also link to a click hole article. I think that was probably intentional. I I don't think they would link to that thinking it was real. Yeah. Seems intentional. I mean, I know that they do, but it's also really, it's also funny. Whether it really is about George W. Bush or not, it, it's funny to link to that in an article. So maybe it was tongue in cheek. That was kind of my impression of it. Um, but there are definitely people who fall for the onion and for clickhole being real. Um, and that, that's always amusing to me. I was so embarrassed the other day. I saw something that I was like, oh, that's funny. And really, for a second, thought it was real. And it was like the dumb, like, Barowitz report or whatever from oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the New Yorker. Andy. And it was something about the queen yep. when it meet with Trump because, like, she, I don't know, she had, like, bad knees or something. And I was like, that's funny. And I almost was, like, going to forward it to my friend. And I was like, oh, shit. This is, like, one of those dumb, not real. Like, he thinks he's being hilarious, but he's not. But this particular one was funny to me. But, yeah. I, I See, I like real- Andy Barowitz. I think he's funny. And I think his fake articles are funny i came really i was like am i 95 years old why am i sharing this although like, that's not a, a great one you're right i'm looking at it right now queen elizabeth says bone spurs will prevent her from yes, eating trump i mean that's a joke are- because he couldn't do anything because of his bone spurs yes, right like yeah. he got his military deferments yeah. for yes, having bone exactly, spurs exactly but that is not like totally crazy like if yeah. she was in pain or something she I couldn't know. meet with him right <laughs> so maybe that's not the best satire no i was like she is in her 90s no i but i was embarrassed of myself because i almost fell for Something that, like, my grandparents would fall for. <laughs> it really would have been great if there was an article about how she played a round of golf with him at Trump Turnberry in Scotland. <laughs> just just a, a Photoshop um, picture of her just, you know, knocking one way out there on the fairway. Yeah, just kicking his ass up and down the green. Right. I would love that. <laughs> she she um, saw him kicking his ball out of the out of the rough. Yeah. <laughs> he was like Phil Mickelson. He's like, mm, it's fine. I'm gonna just pick it up right here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Him just cheating his way around the course. <laughs> she owns this place. Um, they start speaking of sports. They go on to World Cup talk. We learn that Luke is rooting for Croatia. I haven't been watching it. Have you guys? You guys have been. I have. Yeah. yeah. Mike's yeah. been really into it. I Rory was sick on Tuesday and Wednesday, so I really got caught up on the like the semifinals matches. So we were we were definitely Team England because we're Anglophiles and we're boring. Mm-hmm. But it was fine. I'm glad. I'm excited. Listen, I don't have a you know. It's just kind of fun, and you know, soccer players are super hot. So oh my it's god, sort of interesting to watch. Yeah, they're really hot. Yeah, boy, some oh of the boy. hair is just ridiculous, though. <laughs> They could put anything on top of those bodies. I don't care. Seriously. They're just running sprints all the time. They're getting away with some of these hairstyles, is how I would put it. (laughs) And they totally can. Um, We learned that Genevieve lets Andrew watch the World Cup. 
Uh, so he's he's that's one thing he's allowed to do. Jesus <laughs> I thought of you, Mike, when he was talking about this. <laughs> he wasn't allowed to watch the Winter Olympics. And right. He's barely allowed to watch the NFL now. But uh, yeah, he has permission to watch the World Cup. I mean, all these yep. organizations are fucking horrible. Of yeah. course they yeah. are. FIFA is awful. <laughs> the NFL is awful. Yeah. They're all awful. Yeah. But it's sports. I'm going to watch it. I'm sorry. And and uh, luckily, Emily doesn't give a fuck. So she lets me she lets me watch it. That's nice of her. Yeah. I, I ask her every morning, so can, I, can I watch some can I sports watch today? Am I allowed to watch sports today? You this is why shall... two TVs are good. Yes. Watch sports. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the end of this painful show was a pretty extensive email uh, uh, roundup. So Brad wrote in about the Space Needle. Um, and then Andrew read a couple hot dog or not hot dog po- posts but Sten's posts basically the same thing right <laughs> that's all the Sten's pages 90 um, one about an actual hot dog the one with peanut butter and bacon and syrup um somebody mentioned that that chiffon song that they played last week was actually written by carol king Always. and then uh something about the gnc uh phone number pushiness and uh mark Marin uh on dr Katz was played where he's complaining about radio shack asking for your phone number when you're buying batteries <laughs> so it's always a classic all right. Um, these two shows, Tuesday and Wednesday, were they were a slog to get through, man. So I have Wednesday, episode 2681, Shin Deep in the... I don't know how we decided to pronounce a hoopla. That's how I say it. Um, all right. So Luke starts off the show hoopla! saying that he's... That's how hoopla! I pronounce it. <laughs> he's, Luke's sleeping in the other room. And I, the only reason why I mention this again is... It's not sexy, but Dave has a CPAP, and it honestly has, like, saved our marriage. Not really, but, oh, like... I believe it. It's it's helpful for him. He can sleep in whatever position he wants to. I mean, he likes to sleep on his back, and you can sleep on your back because you have this thing on. It is not sexy, but, like, I wear a mouth guard. He puts that on. We ha- we sleep well. <laughs> like, that's when um, you know it's sleepy time. Like, it's the, sleepy the CPAP's time. in, the mouth guard's in. You know, my dad has a CPAP because he's got atrial fibrillation from snoring. Oh, yeah. Like it was, yeah. And he was, like, before he got diagnosed, he looked like a corpse. He looked like a walking dead man. Yeah. He was pale and he yeah. was exhausted all the time. Yeah. And as soon as he got that CPAP, it was like night and day. It was just totally. magical. I mean, it's totally worth the, the loss of sex appeal to, you know, <laughs> stay alive. Well, I'm like, what's I have more important? two friends to- who have <laughs> them and, and they, it, yeah, it changed their lives. It just mm-hmm. made them healthier and better people. And what's more important, like, is, is it more important to you to sleep in the same room and like, or sleep in the other room and not have the CPAP? You know, I mean, like, in some way, you're having unsexy time. I don't know. I mean, because you're yeah. not in the same room. And that seems to be something that's really important to Luke to sleep in the same room as Carrie, which is fine. Yeah, I think like, that's kind of maybe a little overrated. Like, I, I totally get why people I, would sleep in separate no, rooms. Yeah. Absolutely get it. And yeah. I don't think that means that your marriage is in trouble. If no. that's what you need to do to have a good, like... You need to sleep, you know. You can have mommy and daddy time and then go into another sure. room. No, yeah, I mean, but when, when we had an extra room before we had another kid, um, I regularly would go into that room because well, I was like, I just, sometimes I just want to be alone. And I personally like to fall asleep with the TV on. It's not a problem for me because I like my brain is bad. But um, <laughs> but uh, Dave really can't. Dave will sit up and watch it like all night. Yeah. So I, um, it's an I attractive to nuisance to him. And yes. it's, a, it's a soothing thing to yes. you. Yes, it's like a little, it's a little lullaby that I've had all my yeah. life. 
Anyway, so, but it's not a problem. But also, if he's really, you know, he's thin right now, so he's not in his, like, snoring weight. So it sounds like he maybe needs one. Like, it's... Yeah, it's, he may just have sleep apnea. Yeah. 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 You have to go get those, like, weirdo, those sleep in, like, a hyperbaric chamber or whatever and right. have people watching. Dave said that was really tough, because you're like, I can't sleep right now. Everybody's watching me. Right. But, it ended up being, it's awesome. I love it. Um, I still think he's sexy with his CPAP. So, um, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> moving on. Sorry, dad. Um, <laughs> um, I, uh, was laughing cause there's just one like little pull quote when, uh, Luke said, great dog, questionable cat. And I'm like, <laughs> I would say questionable on both of them, but that's, that's fine. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, this was just this really this episode just kind of seemed like they were hopping from subject to subject. Not it was really tan- tangential, but like um, Luke said that he thinks that Michael Bennett is probably annoying. Mike, I don't have any opinions on Michael Bennett. Do you think uh, he's annoying? Hillary, you you listen to uh, Bill Simmons. I think yeah. he had a podcast with yes uh, Kevin, Michael and his brother Martellus. Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. They were pretty funny. I thought it was yeah. really good yeah. i thought it was really yeah. entertaining there i would love to hang out with those guys they're smart and yeah no i i i don't i thought that was kind of weird but whatever yeah. um then somehow they start talking about knee deep in the hoopla like luke dropped that and he was annoyed that andrew didn't get the meaning which was such a weird like he, he seemed to be actually annoyed that Andrew didn't understand this one line from a starship song <laughs> so right. then like we talk about hoopla versus hoopla and then all of a sudden we're just like listening to starship I don't yeah. like I was like are we just this is what we're doing right now we're just I knew it was gonna to come to that I, <laughs> I knew it I feel like I got starship rolled I mean, I, that's the yeah. was up, you know, to me is. Although, you know, I do love, I love this song. I knew, I knew where it was from. I knew where that, that, I did that lyric too, was from right away because it was one of my favorite songs when I was five. Right. Yeah. And then um, you turned six and you realize it was stupid. And I was like, oh, that's dumb. Yeah. yeah. We, um, I, my roommate in college made me like a mixtape. It was an awesome mixtape. I wish I, Rachel make it for me again. It was so good. And it had like. It was so dumb, but it had like new kids on the block, and then it also had that song. And but I had like a shitty Toyota Tercel. It wasn't shitty; it was just old, and it had a tape player, and and the tape got stuck in there, and it just played that song over and over oh, and no. over again. So I'm like a little bit like PTSD on. Oof. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm it's so right. sorry. Do, can can right. I bring you some soup? <laughs> <laughs> Help me. I need a. I need a service <laughs> dog or a therapy dog. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so then they start talking about Star. I guess they started talking about Sarah. Is that the song? Um, yes. And then they bring up like songs named after girls and then they how talk many about i man. mean isn't one storm brewing in your eye enough do we have to have multiple storms <laughs> brewing in someone's eyes uh, how big are these eyes <laughs> you've never had a crush on a sarah then i guess i guess uh, not i mean these the, they must be anime eyes or something <laughs> i've never had this experience because i don't think there's a song that mentions my name no right um, but i imagine it must be really obnoxious i'm sure yeah, mm-hmm. but nothing rhymes with Hillary except pillory. So I really right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I well, they started talking about Mandy, which I actually kind of like that song. Yeah, um, a good song. And that 
I was wondering if Stu had deep feelings about that. Like, how many mm-hmm. times has he played that for his wife? Because his wife is named Mandy, right? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I sure hope that for that his is sake, a- never. <laughs> like That's probably why now. he's still married. The closest to it, it comes for me is that song "Bitch" by Meredith Brooks. <gasps> oh, okay. yeah. yeah. So that uh, kind of fits in a way, but no one's I'm ever a sinner, sung that to my I'm face. A saint. Yes. <laughs> that had a moment. Uh, yeah, it sure did. did. It did. Yeah. 1997. That was primetime Hillary, man. I loved that song. Yep. Um, yeah. I was in prison. <laughs> I was graduating from high school. Um, I was 15. Oh. But you were like a rabble rouser then, weren't you? I was. Yeah, I was totally. That was absolutely in my, 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 probably my most delinquent phase, 15, 16. <laughs> you all have to have those. I was a uh, bitch. <laughs> Sinner, saint. Mm-hmm. You will I'm not be ashamed. Saint. I was not. <laughs> um, then I just wrote boring documentary talk. And this is the thing. I love documentaries. What he was talking about for some reason like was just boring me. I don't know why. I was like just kind of not interested in it. So I thought I would talk about the two documentaries that I've seen recently. <laughs> Maybe I'll have some boring documentary talk. But quickly, I've seen both the Ruth Bader Ginsburg documentary and the... Um, Mr. Rogers documentary and two thumbs up for both of them. Like I weeped and wept in both of them uh, for different reasons, obviously, but actually kind of the same reason of just like people who are looking out for you and have really good hearts and, you know, want the best for the future. That was sort of the theme. I I didn't realize what we had in, in him until he was gone. Like I watched him all the time. And I think I took him for granted, and now I feel really bad about that. So I would probably, I'm not a crier, really, oh, but you, I will probably cry, cry when I watch you this. You would cry. There was one, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was really good. I didn't watch him quite as much as Dave did because we had cable, and so I would start watching like Nickelodeon. But Dave's parents didn't have cable for a long time. So that was like PBS was his, you know, go to. Um, but we both really loved it. And listen, I, I'm not a very religious person at all, but he's kind of like the Christian that you want. Like he's the, the yes. platonic ideal of a Christian. You know, he did have some foibles and they talk about it a little bit, but I think he evolved like all of us do, you know, with time. Um, it was just really good. Anyway, I highly recommend it. And the, the RBG movie is really great. And I, I think I, I saw it with some girlfriends and we all cried many, many, many times. Were these both on Netflix? No, I saw them both in the theater. I'm sure they'll oh, be on okay. Netflix soon. Um, I think Won't You Be, Won't you be My Neighbor, the, the um, Mr. Rogers one, is still in the theater. I, I'm sure the RBG one is out because I think I saw it in May. But, um, but anyway, both really, really good. So those are my documentary recommendations. <laughs> Awesome. Um, I ignore ignore Luke's. Um, and then I just this other quote that said Luke said, "Sorry, I'm just being boring here." And I'm like, "Great, that's good Potter for <laughs> carry podcast. on with that." <laughs> um, accurate. See, yes, yeah. yes. They did. The top story was the straw talk about uh, you know Starbucks. I guess eventually banning straws, and I guess the city of Seattle had been like on the forefront of it. And it really is like this is like the hot environmentalist talk. I had never really heard of it. I had been sort of dumb about it, and now it's it's you know making serious waves. Um, Straws are stupid. Straws never should have existed. (laughs) I know. I thought Mike has an opinion. 
I kind of have to disagree with you there. They they serve a purpose, especially for people who have um, physical limitations, right? Oh, okay, you always break that one out on me. <laughs> well, <laughs> to I, make me it's look bad. To think about, some people can't drink independently without a straw, and Starbucks did say that if people need them, they'll give it to them. But I have two problems with this straw ban. That is the first one. The second one is why are we? Why is the plastic problem being put on individual consumers and not on like? Companies that build in planned obsolescence to their plastic, yeah. giant plastic things on a massive scale, right? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, yeah, straws are great, and it sucks when they're in the ocean. But, like, I don't think that that's the first place to tackle it. No, it seems, it, I mean, I guess it like, starts small or whatever, but it does seem to be put on the people. I mean, remember, corporations are people, too, so. That's true, do. that's true. <laughs> I mean, I'd use my silicone straws all the time. Like, I try not to use plastic straws. We do what we can, but I just, it, it, it always kind of annoys me a little bit. I was yeah. watching uh, one of the comedians in cars with uh, J.B. Smoove, and they were, they had, straws in their drinks when they were sitting there having their iced coffee or milkshakes or whatever they were having and he was talking about how silly straws were for non-medical reasons of course if you need a straw uh for a medical reason that's fine have your straw and he was talking about how stupid your face looks when you reach for this, like you're holding eye contact with someone or you're looking at someone, something Oh, and you miss them. it and it hits you in the chin. Yeah. Or like sometimes you almost poke your eye, you know, it's like, um, it's a very awkward moment that we could avoid if we just got rid of straws. When I, um, when I went through Rush, cause I was in a sorority. Oh um, man. <laughs> when I went through Rush, there was Did you one, ever sing Sea Cruise? Because they, they no. would sing, it seemed like every sorority w- would sing. We did have some pretty dated ones. It was like, but we did like Ace of Base and Shania Twain because it was the Sam 90s. So, um, you send know, me that's a what we dream. Did. Ooh, make him the cutest that I have. <laughs> No, we weren't. I was not born in 1945. We were not singing that song. Oh, shit. But we were, I was at the Kayo house and they, I think it was actually a 50s theme now that I think about it, but like they had little like mini, mini, like, I don't know, milkshakes or something that you could drink out of it. And this is when I was going through rush, but none of the girls were eating except me because I am a fat kid. So I was like eating and then drinking the little like milkshake and it had a straw in it. And I was talking to this woman and I was looking at her drinking out of it, and it had like a hole in the straw, and it just like squirted out at her. Oh, like, no. <laughs> I got cut from that sorority, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, Kyos, who needs I know. Oh. Bitches. I love you, Lou, but they were bitches. Um, anyway, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, straws, you know, I, it's fine. I kind of like a straw. Uh, I'm trying to wean myself a little bit off of it. Dave w- immediately takes the straw out, so... He's a man for you, uh, Mike. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? I, I think uh, the point that uh, Seinfeld made was you've got a beverage. You're inches away from it. You supposedly trust the <laughs> place that's serving you this beverage, but you cannot be bothered to go the extra mile to, to get that mm. beverage. You, you have to be. There has to be some separation between you two. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was interesting though, because there's like the bag stuff in Austin, which mm-hmm. uh, and they and Luke and Andrew talk about this how you do just get used to things like yep. the, you know for since like 2013 I, you haven't been able to get like the little single plastic bags 
um, from a grocery store or whatever in the city of Austin. Now you can go outside. Like I can go to Westlake and they'll give me a bag. But oh, fuck, which is Kyle, within... I come home with like <laughs> forty bags. Yeah, it's they give incredible. you extra ones. <laughs> we uh, Emily saves them because she um, is makes something called plasti yarn or something like that. Oh. Something like that. I mean, oh. she. Oh yeah, my mom does crafty stuff with them too. She'll, I forget like, the name of it. Knit them but together. She gets super mad when she sees one in the trash. I, I did, just use them for cat litter. Yeah, I did use them either. Dave would use them to pick up after a digest on a walk, or I would use mm-hmm. them for like lunch bags when I'm sure. taking my stuff to. So I did miss yeah. them for a little bit, but then you just get used to But there's to, no way you can it. use them all. If no, you're in a no. place where that you get those at the grocery store, you can't repurpose them all. They're all going to end up in the, most of them will end up in the trash. Yeah. For sure. So, I mean, that might be going away soon because Texas is dumb and they're... God. We, oh, so irritating. Like, Finally got everyone trained in Austin. You just bring your bags yeah. or you... Yeah. Now you it's know, unconstitutional somehow. Pay 10 cents or, or like the companies like um, larger companies got used to it in Austin by just then providing you with paper bags like Target. Yeah, Trader Joe's gives you a paper bag or yeah. Target gives yeah. you a paper bag. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. which is easily repurposable, recyclable, whatever. It's silly. Silly, silly. Texas. People can evolve. Fucking, it's okay. Fucking Texas. <laughs> no. Um, Samir writes in to talk and he, to talk about the ear pods um, that Luke stupidly bought. And I guess Samir works for a company that like <laughs> pushes that stuff. The, I, what was That's it great. called? The <laughs> it was his fault. White, <laughs> white label publisher shops. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's Samir's fault that this uh, this was just done. And I actually, yeah, it's. I think it's. It's a it's a big game, and they get people to, you know. I'm sure they make a lot of money off of it because the company like should Luke. be called. I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird that they did, wouldn't even test it out. They wouldn't even get a sample before they were like, "Yeah, right. sell these." Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. It's it's sort of depressing. I mean, kind of. We tested it, it on Gollum. It fit his ears. I don't know. <laughs> Andre the Giant. We we right, him up, just, put him in there. Just um, fit right in. <laughs> Uh, Christy, uh, nice lady wise emailed in and she had daddy questions. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, I, <laughs> we all have Peter, daddy questions. Is Peter Sagal all our daddy? Um, is daddy a gendered, um, term? So they sort of answered it, but I guess Peter Sagal is a large majority of TBTL's, uh, daddy. No, I just no. want to go on the record. I think I have already, but I hate this. I hate it so much. I hate <laughs> the TV tail daddy thing. I hate the mommy thing. I hate the grandma thing. I can't stand it. It's gross. I wish he had never said it, and I never want to hear it again. Right. And now I think Andrew kind of revels in there's something that like yep. like Luke gets yeah. annoyed by. He's got oh, it. If Andrew heard an, an inkling of someone not liking this, you know he's just going to double down on it. He is. He's such a teenager. Yeah. Uh, I have to give, uh, I have to, since Luke never listens to this, I have to give Bobby some credit for a joke that he made in the LRB chat. And that's that uh, Peter Sago was his TBTL daddy, but it's really awkward now that his TBTL mommy is approximately his age. (laughs) (laughs) She's what, a year younger than I am. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. Um... (laughs) Uh, then this kind of sorry, this is when Teal I, stepmommy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is when I like said this show is endless because I kept thinking is this almost over because they weren't talking about anything. <laughs> it just and kept going. It just yeah. kept going. Neil Brennan, Big Dog Luke, which I bet he fucking didn't. Luke just is 
sensitive and thinks that, you know, he's either above yep. or below people. So anyway. Um, and then they had Jim Dandy to close out the show, which just reminds me of the movie Overboard, which is an excellent movie. Um, mm-hmm. And they danced to Jim Dandy. That's all I got for, <laughs> for Wednesday. <laughs> all right. Thursday, 2682, the Uhler's back. Um, we start the show with a story about Uhler the cat, who is apparently mean and terrorizes not only Olive, but also Luke when he's on his runs. <laughs> this is a mean and huge cat, it sounds like. Uh, and I would like to meet him. Um, but Olive came inside because she was so terrified of Uhler that she actually slept on their bed with them all night. I want to give Uhler a hug, you know, and just tell him it's not his fault. <laughs> yeah. You know, bullies need... That's all they need. They need someone to get through to them like that. Yeah. Poor guy. Um, somehow they get on the topic of cloudy eyes and eye patches, <laughs> and they call them slick Rick eye problems. This was another. I, I, I'm not going to confine the rambliness to Tuesday and Wednesday. I think Thursday was definitely uh, a pretty yeah. rough one as well. Um, so we learned that Andrew is going to a wedding in the Adirondacks. Listener Caitlin and Edward are getting married. Um, and Andrew and Veeves are doing a crazy red eye multiple flight trip to get out there, yes. and it's going to be in the middle of nowhere. I'm sure it's going to be gorgeous, but yeah. that sounds like a loud work. Yes. Um, but this leads to us learning that Luke still doesn't have a passport from when mm. his backpack got stolen, and I cannot believe, and I don't think any of us, we were kind of all just like kind of screaming in the chat about He'd have this, to drive to week. Bartels, get his <laughs> oh, picture get taken. Get a picture taken. Ugh. It is much wild that he doesn't have one. It is. It's because Carrie's been out of town at a writer's conference. So that's why he doesn't have one. <laughs> she didn't have cell phone service. The The dumbest and weirdest part about this conversation is that Andrew and Genevieve have a friend who said that they better get their passports in order to go to upstate New York. To go to New York in case they drift <laughs> so- across the border. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, and it was so, it was awful. I mean... Listening to them talk about when you need a passport, when you don't, blah, blah. Yeah. It was just oh, it, very boring passport talk. So I'm, I'm not looking at uh, passport.com here and it says blah, blah, blah. If you're if on a boat, a, then if you're C, on foot. Then... <laughs> um, Luke said something about how Andrew is going to have to perform at this wedding. <laughs> and he turned it into a whole bit about how he's going to be Gallagher 2 at the main stage during this wedding. <laughs> um, pay to see that. Um, they talk about airplane seats, and my only takeaway from this is that Luke interrupted Andrew like 40 times. Yeah, yeah. I often don't notice when he does that, because I think it just, it's just so normal <laughs> for him to interrupt. But I can tell that, yeah, I've, I was feeling Andrew getting irritated. I don't um, notice it, but I'm an interrupter, so. I am too, though. I do it too. And and maybe that I've been trying not to do it as much, because it, it bothers me about myself and so maybe i'm noticing it more about him i don't know but i could i could feel andrew getting irritated because he would just stop and be quiet um which is sometimes a tactic that people use for more perceptive conversationalists who they'll suddenly realize oh i I interrupted them and now they've they've cut off right but luke's never gonna no pick that up um they talk about animating audio which is pretty funny like the oops the dirty monster video and i think we talked about this last week didn't we like uh mabim bam the 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 mcelroy yeah. brothers yeah. Uh, yeah. people do that all the time for for my brother my brother and me and for the adventure zone and those are always really great 
Yeah. I know this is when I start to think that is such a specific topic. And I'm like, are they really listening to our show? Because I'm pretty sure we talked about how I said animations of of conversations always make me laugh. It's like a guarantee yeah. to make me laugh. And that is such a specific topic. Yeah, it is. And it came up twice in the yeah. last two weeks. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk a bit about the Sasha Baron Cohen show that is upcoming. And they decide that we need to kind of wait and see how it happens what is this a tasteless thing to impersonate a vet in a wheelchair is it does it make him an asshole to expose other people's assholery mike as a veteran podcaster how does this i thought you were gonna say as a veteran asshole well (laughs) you you might as well it's implied i mean veteran asshole because i i gave this some thought uh a few minutes before we got on and yeah because i do a lot of prep and (laughs) it's it's been well established both on this show and the the show I did previously what an asshole I was for a long time yet I still have so many friends and acquaintances and family members that don't hate me from that time <laughs> and the reason this is just my theory the reason I believe that they are still all my uh family members that will still talk to me and friends that I still enjoy having is because it was a fucking entertaining ride, you know? Right. There was, they got something out of it. Yes. Yes. It wasn't, it wasn't just me being a jerk ass and they didn't get anything out of it. I mean, either I, I had some, some kindness on the side or it was just such a spectacle. What an awful person I was that, Mm -hmm. that everyone was like, Oh yeah, I I can't wait to see how this turns out. (laughs) So I think I think he gets away with it because, you know, A, he's smart and B, he's accomplishing something and and C, it's just fucking entertaining. Yeah. He is entertaining. I remember the first time I saw the Ali G show, I think I was in college Mm -hmm. and I was just blown away at how ballsy he was and how much he got away with and how much people played along. Um, And and I have had the same thought that they were discussing way back then when I saw the first episode of that show was he's not going to be able to do this for very long. (laughs) You know, people are going to get onto him, but it's a testament to his creativity that he Mm -hmm. still manages to figure it out. Um, So I'm definitely going to watch this. I'm really curious to see how it turns out. And um, if it was, if he was skewering people that I liked, it would probably be a different story. (laughs) Right. right. (laughs) Guys an asshole. I really hate him. (laughs) And, and Sarah Palin doesn't need any help looking like an idiot like she no. does that Oof. just all the fine time. all on her own but uh i i don't turn I never on mic when, when point at sarah yeah <laughs> and i think it got roy moore which i mean god bless oh, oh wow Ugh. yeah i didn't know that yeah all these people he's gonna sue it. him or something i don't know right <sighs> give me a break i know um they talk about arrested development for quite a while and about jeffrey tambor being a creep uh, um mm. i didn't read that interview I but did. I'm really, you know, my I, I watched the the reboot, the first reboot of Arrested Development, and I was so underwhelmed. I just kind of don't care what they're doing anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's which done. is sad because it's the over. first couple episodes or first couple seasons were so good. Um, but I've lost I've lost my passion for it. Unfortunately, it seems really weird to me. And I I said this in the chat and whatever. They, Andrew and Luke didn't really say anything that I was like I'm offended by that. I also though. 
don't need to hear them talk about like the Me Too movement. And I've said this before. I just, Ugh, it just yeah. like kind of grosses me out. They're always sort of like, I know it's tough. Like we were just saying, when it's somebody that you sort of previously liked, you sort of mm-hmm. want to find an out for them. But like mm-hmm. Jeffrey Tambor sounds like a real asshole. And Jessica Walters was like crying and, and, and actually it really made Jason Bateman and David Cross look shitty too. Cause you're like, yeah. well, David Cross is a known oh, asshole. Yeah. He's a dick. Um, I've been over him for a while. Me too. I don't that's a anyway and then Jason Bateman sounded horrible like this is just how actors gonna act and it's like you know she's upset it was it was really the article was really interesting and it was very strange that they I know that they had already um Jeffrey Tambor had already filmed his scenes before all this stuff came out but it's really weird to me that they decided to include him in all of the you know press for it Mm -hmm. and it was it was just a really weird and it I, it really soured everything for me. I'm I know that Jeffrey Tambor is a, a good actor, but he's a really shitty person. Um, so we can move on. Yeah, anyway. two things can exist, as yes, the guy said earlier. Exactly. It's true. He can exactly. be a wonderful talent and still a monster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and we don't have to be okay with that. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. No kidding. Um, and the last part of Thursday is a very, very, very long Blur's Day <laughs> shout-out. And I oh. fell asleep in the middle of it. For the love of God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't It wasn't great. But and that was the one time... I mean, I don't love Blur's Days, but this is when it's like, it's too long, guys. It's too long. Well, you they did it. power through it. I they mean, did. they're, they're, they, they're, did. They're, they didn't let that get them off too many tangents, uh, to their credit, but that's the only positive thing I'm going to say about mm-hmm. it. <laughs> All right, um, on to Friday, 2683. What the hell is an Orange Julius? Well, I don't know. Um, this I I thought this was probably the best show of the week because we had Nora McInerney on. Mm-hmm. Um, she was calling in, and we had, we had wondered, why is she calling in? And then we probably realized that Luke asked her, I'm sure, like, Friday morning. Hey, Nora, oh, because he didn't you... know what he was going to do on Thursday. No. Yeah, exactly. He was like, oh, I don't have a exactly. Does she um, not have a mic at home though? I know I mean, it seems so weird. She's a she's a veteran podcaster. Yeah, <laughs> maybe she records somewhere else. Does she record at home? I she probably know. records at the APM studios. But, but but she said she only goes in there when she absolutely has to. She didn't yeah, say she only forced, goes in there to said, record. So weird. Yeah. So it was well, strange. And and there was, was strange, some kind of a uh, uh, delay or something. They were off. Yeah, a it was little jarring. Bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it was and the sound. I thought maybe she's in the car or something, but she, no, she was at home. It was odd. But mm-hmm. regardless, she's delightful. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. I adore her. And, and she's, you know, she has more kids than I do. And she's a little bit younger than I am. But I really, like, felt simpatico with her because just all of the stuff she was talking about, um, you know, and we'll get into it a little bit more, but just about kids stuff, I I did, I did laugh where she was like, I, my kids are around here and I've told them, I've warned them, like, don't bother me. And, you know, Luke's like, no, it's okay. And I'm like, this is what I tell my kids all the time. Don't bother me when mommy's recording. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, Nora, they talked about how when she dropped them off in wherever, Iowa, she had to go back to uh, to go officiate, I guess that's the right term, a funeral of somebody that she didn't know. <laughs> I thought that was right. so... Odd. I mean, that's really sweet, but that's a that's that's a lot. Um, is, is it officiate? Or is it no MC I don't know or I don't know host? I don't know. <laughs> it kind of sounds like what she was like, like 
you know, having a roast or something. But yeah, when officiate, um, you know, I'm like, I, I feel like I need to step in when things get, you know, too chippy. I'm Someone's going to bite someone's ear says, or something. It says it can be a funeral conductor. Oh, oh I don't like that. Conductor. <laughs> Um, they, they talked a lot about this guy and he seemed kind of like a wacky dude, but, um, she seemed to like him and I thought her advice to the family was really great. I, I personally yeah. haven't had anybody super close to me pass away. I mean, my grandmother did, but she was, she was 90. So it was, she was amazing. And I was really sad, but it was sort of, you know, the circle of life. I haven't had somebody really, really close and sort of unexpectedly pass away. Um, but I thought that was just great advice of like, this isn't going to go away, but it, you know, it'll change, but it won't go away. And, and I love the absolving of like, thank you notes. I think mm-hmm. that's so wonderful. And just like a kind. Yeah. Thing, take that pressure off of them. Yeah. It's the last thing they need to be worrying about. Yeah. yeah. Cause you just start focusing on kind of on the wrong thing. Um, have y'all ever gone to a funeral of somebody that you don't know? Is that. I have, you- but like, you know, like maybe um, one of Duff's, friends that I never met or one of his relative distant relatives or something like that so I knew other people there but never like a stranger stranger (laughs) that would be very weird yeah when when I saw that on the on the on your notes I was like why the fuck would I go to funeral (laughs) okay yeah some yeah I'm in support you know my coworker who and also my friend her dad passed away a couple like a couple months ago so we went down for it. I had met her dad like for a second at her wedding but didn't know him and I'm not that much of a crier but he was in the air force and we went to the and they, the burial and they started playing taps and I oh, like yeah. lost my mind like I was like <laughs> I'm sure she's like calm down Hillary this is not your dad <laughs> this isn't relax. about you <laughs> No, I'm like weeping. I'm draping myself over the casket. Like, yeah. <laughs> throw yourself in the grave. Uh, who, um, who's this one? Uh, who, who, who is she? Uh, which one? Is, yeah. I know. Hmm. How is she related? Oh, that's Katie's coworker. Okay. <laughs> oh, sure. Right. So sorry um, for your loss, Hillary. <laughs> um. Then Nora talks about how she wants a tough shed, like an, an, an escape pod, <laughs> which I really feel that. I Dave really wants a shed, but I'm like, now I'm mm. angling to get one that's just going to be like an air-conditioned room by myself that's off the house. That sounds Emily amazing. has one. That's her office. <sighs> yeah. She goes to work with her two coworkers, her two project managers there <laughs> every, every morning. They really miss her when she's gone. Um, well, Emily uh, had this dream when we were in Kyle of escaping um, Kyle to live in what's called a barn dominium. <laughs> if y'all have ever heard of those. No. Oh yeah. It's a whole thing. She went on a barn dominium tour with some guys <laughs> that, uh, that did nothing but um, make their own ammunition. And oh. they, they thought they, they thought she was a total uh, snowflake or whatever until she was running out of gas and she asked one of the guys during the tour, well, before we go to the next house, can you get me to a gas station? So they took her to the gas station. And uh, afterward, they were at the next house. And, and the guy goes, uh, uh, everything go all right there? And, and she goes, oh, yeah, it was, I was really happy they had diesel. And they found out. So they were like, diesel? You have a diesel car? Because she has a, a TDI uh, Passat volkswagen passat and all of a sudden they were like respect you know like oh what a woman 
with a diesel engine. Wow. <laughs> you know, and, and then she was in the club and, and, uh, we came, if we'd, sold the Kyle house faster uh, we might have ended up in a in a fucking barn dominium which <laughs> you're gonna have to explain what that is though well it no combines food. all the charm of living in a barn with the the questionable investment uh of condominium <laughs> wait mike great. where is okay. it where is it they're all over the place it's a thing it's a it's like it's a prefab building a prefab it's like the new tiny house it's a tiny house but it's huge huge <laughs> So it's what the Duggars live in. You know what so I'm they, saying? They turned a pole barn into a house because they have 400 children. It's the next generation of like oh, a boy. double wide, but it's like <laughs> seven times wide and and kind of cool looking. And out you got to have a big piece of property. So we were looking at lots of rural Texas property. Um, this, she would just go on these adventures cause she had it, you know, cause it's important to have a dream in your <laughs> sure, mind when you live in Kyle, for it. Texas and you have a brain tumor and you're going through chemo and yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so it was a thing. It was a thing for a while. So odd. Well, I wouldn't mind a tough shed, but I did laugh that, uh, Luke was like, you should just Twitter bomb them and see if they'll give you one. I'm like, give that's such a, a Luke way of free. doing it. <laughs> yeah. God. He's like, you've got more Twitter followers than them, so they're going to want to pay attention to you because that's the value of it. A- I'm going to give you a scream sneeze here in a minute if you hear it. Just don't get mad if it if it turns into a multiple scream <laughs> Do sneeze. it away from the mic. <laughs> 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 um, I, the, the most relatable thing that, that Nora said to me was that, or to me, like she was talking personally to me, that Nora <laughs> really said was... It really did sound like that. I mean, you took this one really personally. I did. She said, children love garbage. And it's like no truer words have ever been spoken. <laughs> I can't, Bridget's going out of town for two weeks and I can't wait to throw away half the shit in her room. I mean, it just <laughs> is like, you get shit from birthday parties. Not, I mean, Bridget, and the... That it makes them so materialistic, which obviously I am too, but it's just like the love of shit is like disgusts me. And I see seeing her like open up little tiny bags of like, I don't even know, like slime or whatever, like all this stuff that kids love. It's just, it's everywhere. And I'm, I wouldn't, I'm not a minimalist, but I'm also not a hoarder and it like stresses me out. So I just need to go throw everything away in her room and she'll never notice she'll that's never that's the thing notice. that i love about this i've heard this from so many parents is that their kids have all this garbage they will never part with it knowingly but if they secretly dispose of it the kid will never know never notice never notice so Ugh, so, so is there a policy in case it ever does happen that are, they're like what happened to that uh lego uh longhorn football player or whatever <laughs> that is something rory would be upset about um no, I don't. I'm just going to be like, I don't know where it is. I, I, or so like, I might tell the you truth. You have a good idea of what their yes, their go-tos the, are. So yes. You, yes. Okay. Bridget says her you iPad. Just tell them <laughs> that they lost it in the mountain of garbage in their room. I mean, <laughs> I did tell Bridget. I said, I, we're going to clean out your room. She said, I know. Daddy told me you're going to do it when I'm gone. So she knows <laughs> that it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's coming. The the like beast like with a trash bag is coming to throw shit away. Um, and it's, it's fine. There, this is the thing. And, and Nora gets into this about like fast fashion, all the stuff that you can buy your kids and what kids get for birthdays and Christmas and stuff. This is the plight of a middle-aged mom, I guess. But when you have just enough money to like 
buy a lot of shit, it's easy to just buy a lot of shit because Mm -hmm. it's not that expensive. You can get a Barbie doll for $10 and it would make your child happy for like an hour or whatever, maybe not even. So sometimes it's, it's, you want to do that because it kind of will please everybody for a second, but that's kind of like not parenting. You have to, people, kids can't get stuff all the time. And listen, I'm super guilty of it. Like I go to the dollar section at Target and definitely buy them shit. But I, I really have tried to like tamp that down a little bit where I'm not just constantly, you know, trying to medicate them with material items because it is all crap and it doesn't really make them happy. It, you know, adventures make them happy. And, you know, like tonight we're going to the Round Rock Express game and I'm sure there will be tears because I'm not buying some like t-shirt or whatever but like right. that's the experience that makes them happy i don't remember the stuff that my parents really bought me at, at things like that and it's more like i went to disney world and that was really fun not just because i like got a stuffed animal or whatever so i'm trying to live like that though it's really hard to live like the that. coolest Especially- thing about the dollar store for me is that they always have grape soda reliably <laughs> they, do. They, do. <laughs> they really really do um it's always like dusty too. You have to like kind of wipe yeah, it right. yeah, <laughs> Don't you let your wipe, mouth wipe it off on first. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm trying to live my life like only giving my kids. To, although, whatever. I mean, if I told, I love the birthday parties we go to where they say no presents, and I'm like, yes, I don't, I don't have to spend money, and it's just like less out there. If I put that on Bridget's um, invitation, she would lose her goddamn mind. She would be <laughs> so pissed at me. Where are my presents? Um, anyway, it's evolving. Um, they tried that with my nephew. They tried to tell us not to get stuff and nobody obeyed. Oh, no. Oh, um, no. And I no. try really hard. It's because it's fun to buy stuff for kids. I love buying my nephew stuff. Um, so I kind of, I have to, like, I remind myself every time there's a Christmas or a birthday, like, chill on the stuff, get him a couple, like, one or two things, and then I put money in his college fund. That's, like, hey, it's not fun listen. for me and it's not fun for him, but I'm sure that in, you know, 10 years he'll appreciate it. For a little bit when we'd go to birthday parties, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Book People, which is the local bookstore here, and I'm going to buy books. Like, that's going to be our gift. I'll write two books or whatever. And they wrap there, which is really key. Um, mm-hmm. And Bridget found out what I was doing. She was like, I don't want to be the kid that brings books. <laughs> so oh, my like, gosh. Anyway, whatever. It's Hey, if I promise I'm only going to apply to state schools, can you can you guys keep buying me gifts? <laughs> See, I love books. I would have been totally too. into that. I know. But I really yeah. loved, to, get, to bring it back to the show for a second, I really loved her rule the four oh, gift so great. things it's so great and the the rules that they have to follow for that that was wonderful it's i really i would like to adopt that i would too but apparently i'm not very good at it. <laughs> well you're trying you're I thinking try. about it. i'm cognizant of it i'm just not actually converting on it anyway uh, but, ta- so, tangent by the way yes. novak Djokovic. oh do nice you win? legs he won Beautiful i saw legs. I saw Novak Djokovic in a Paris um, restaurant, and I've kind of been in love with him since. Yeah. Um, I would get all up in them white shorts if I were were gay. Um, It's so – back to the show, I – Sometimes Luke does this thing where he's like, yeah, when I was raised, like, we didn't get that much. And it was, you know, that's like the best way to be raised. And it really kind of annoys me because I'm like, how did that turn out, Luke? Because you consume more than any person I know. <laughs> like, he has such a weird relationship with money. Yes. That. And he's he's always touting the way. And I'm, I know that, you know, Susie and um, what's his dad's name? Why am I forgetting? Walter. Walter, Walter were like good parents, but um, he just rebelled against it. You know, he buys... 
ear pods that he's going to have to throw away or return or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like he doesn't really respect things that much or really like the finer things in life. So it's it seems always odd to me when he's touting his uh, childhood. But um, he's got to make it OK somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Whether he actually learned any lessons from it or not. Um, then they they have a lot of it. It was interesting. It was like definitely a deeper conversation than just kind of rattling on about whatever, you know, um, starship, but they talked about <laughs> the credit card talk, which was very real to me. She talked about after her husband died, she just like, I guess kind of stopped paying attention and, you know, would have all these subscriptions or gym memberships. And then it really caught up to her. And that definitely has happened to me. I've, I've eradicated it, but there was a point when I remember I just got real and you're just like, okay, let's focus on the numbers, focus <laughs> on the numbers. And then all of a sudden you're like, holy shit. I am X dollars in debt, and I don't even know how mm-hmm. I got there, and I don't. We know how eradicated to get out of it. everything at about three fifteen. Yeah, between three fifteen <laughs> and three forty-five on Monday. Such good a good feeling. Job. Such it's good so feeling. great. It is so, <sighs> so great. Good. It, it really is. resonated with me what she was saying about you deserve. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah. Because that's something that I used to use. Um, I never got into bad credit card trouble, but I was kind of I was a little bit dumb with them when I was you know, 18, um, of like, oh, I had a hard day. I should get myself this whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it took me a while to realize that I don't deserve anything. It's so true. <laughs> like I deserve, you know, not something tangible. I deserve like shelter and food and stuff, but like mm-hmm. I don't deserve to get myself a shirt at J crew when I'm working minimum wage and in oh, college. Right. You know, sure. that that's not a justification that, that, no. that should ever be used. Um, especially if you're putting yourself in debt. Well, and the problem is that happens, I think, and this is why you, uh, this is why I got into debt. It was more like I would $20 myself into debt. Like it, I didn't buy a TV or a car oh. necessarily. It, oh, was, it was more just, just like a thousand well, you're, tiny purchases. T- yeah, yeah. And you're like, I'm going to go to Banana Republic. I'm going to go to, and I had all these, and I would open up credit cards places. So I'd get the discount and I would just oh, like, yeah. and it just accumulates. And it's really scary all of a sudden when you realize like, oh, I make $30,000 a year and I can't pay for any of this stuff. So mm-hmm. that's, I thought that was really real, but it, I, it kind of got into some, like Luke has dug himself a little bit into a hole of stuff, stuff that would stress me out. But I mean, he's rolling with it. But you know, his like his ticket that he got that he's like in serious trouble for, and they're gonna maybe revoke his license Suspend if he doesn't his address license. It. I mean, I can't believe this sounds like old Luke. You know, this sounds yeah. like. But I think he still does this stuff. I just think maybe he has Carrie to sort of take care of it a little yeah. bit, but. Yikes. And then he was talking about the IRS stuff, which I'm glad is not real. But I was like, yikes. Well, Emily and I uh, don't open each other's mail in general or packages or whatever. But in Luke and Carrie's case, I think Carrie should be opening his mail. Yeah. She should just open his mail. If it looks official, she should... She should probably open it. But I yeah, if it's some bullshit, don't. But. That irritates me because he should be a grown up. But yes. we all know that's that he's no. not. Yeah, and he's it's not, not going happen. to become one. And she probably knew what she was signing up for. So yeah. I just feel like I need to say that to say it. Yes. And put I, it on no, I, I fully she shouldn't agree. have to do that, but she probably does. It's not her responsibility, but like no, it kind of is not. at some point because it sort of affects her marriage, which sucks. Yeah. Um, but I did laugh when Luke was like, when he thought. Uh, that they were in serious IRS trouble, like they owed all this money. He was like, I just want to walk to Canada. And I was like, you can't yeah. walk to Canada. You don't have a we passport. We learned this earlier this week. You need a passport first. You dummy. <sighs> you think Carrie's going to help you get a passport if you have to sell your house and disappear? <laughs> it's so weird, too. <clears throat> Back to passport. He lives on the border, basically. Get I a know. passport, man. 
Um, yeah. What if you want to go buy some pants this afternoon? You know, just be, I live be right next to Canada and I have my passport at the ready at all times because I like going to Canada. You yeah. like gambling in Windsor. Like, like who doesn't? I, I mean, sure you, do. You like to well, play your blackjack. The main reason I like going to Canada is because they make their Mike's Hard Lemonade with vodka instead of malt liquor. There you go. Ooh. There hey. you go. Um, and they they sort of keep talking. They told some rejection stories, some dating rejection stories, which I I've, I have like one, but I'm I'm such a baby about it. I just wait until somebody likes me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then like gender roles about, and dating about but, the yeah, um, go ahead. I I do have I do have rejection stories. Oh. Uh, Buckle up, Christy. I'll, I'll try not to take too long. Um, I, uh, unlike Luke, who missed the "How about a massage?" cue, <laughs> I've if always only she was giving him a sign. <laughs> I've always prided myself on being able to read the situation, read the woman, and know when it's time to ask for a date or whatever it is that I want. Um, so two times I can totally remember stand out completely that it just didn't go my way this uh one time i was i I had transferred to eastside catholic my senior year and this girl named kathy mitchell really cute and 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 she was giving me all these all these good signals and i was 100 percent sure so i asked her out and she said no and uh that's tough that's tough when you really think you, you you're wired in right i mean you just I remember like sitting on my bed that night just with my head in my hands going, maybe I'm not as charming as I think I am. Maybe there's a... Because you thought you had it in the bag. You weren't even worried about rejection. Not not worried because I usually wouldn't even make the move if I was worried about rejection. So that happened. And then like uh, a few years later in college, she was, uh, she came and lived in the the frat for the summer, you know, because I recruited the girls to live in the frat so that we could do rush. (laughs) Um, and, and she, she got to know me better and then asked me out and I got to say, no, no, not feeling. You turned her down? I did. It was one of the greatest moments of my life. I'm not going to lie to you. That must've felt felt good. Fantastic. So, uh, and then there was a, there was another, uh, live in summer live in. Her name was Sonia Ostrom. She was, I was, I was very attracted to this girl. And I usually wasn't into the Scandinavian type girls because I like girls that were different than than me and, and you know, how my <laughs> family and sister and everyone looked. So but I, I was into her and I would talk a lot to her and we went on walks and and I, when I was totally sure uh, that she would say yes, I asked her out and she said no. And again, I was like. Questioning my whole world, it rocked me for a long time, because I was like, "Oh, maybe not only maybe am I not as charming and wonderful as I think I am and winning, <laughs> but maybe my my judgment is off, you know." Um, but but how I how I now justify it in my later years, back then I didn't know, because we had probably five to seven gay guys in our fraternity, and I didn't know it. <laughs> at the time i couldn't read it uh i'm just gonna say sonia was gay because i never All saw right. her with another guy so i'm like she was just gay so. oh that must be it totally. if she doesn't want you totally yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean she's gotta be gay right right gay. there's no other explanation totally gay uh <laughs> totally those are gay. my rejection stories 
I one time asked a guy to a, a movie and he said no. And I was like, okay, that's it. I'm never asking anybody out ever again. <laughs> it's awful. It, it is, is awful. so bad. Although I did, I kissed Dave, but I was like, sure that yeah that mm-hmm. was uh, like I, that if he had said no i would have been like i'm sorry excuse me and actually you know what it was 14 years ago yesterday on the 14th that Aww. i kissed Dave for the first time oh 14 years we were gonna buy a car but that didn't work out all right <laughs> that would have to celebrate your first kiss a new yes. toyota yes <laughs> that's the traditional gift <laughs> i was rejected very um gently and slowly in high school by this guy named Dave who I I thought he was so cute he was like a quiet type though yeah like he was really shy and so I was able to tell myself that this was because he was too shy not because he didn't like okay yeah so I never found out the truth because he would never in a million years have said anything right and super gay as it turns out just like the (laughs) gayest of the gay guys it's possible um (laughs) Well, we are all very attractive and winning people, so nobody will reject us for (laughs) that one. Yeah, never again. Never again. Um, All right, we're on to music for your weekend. Um, Luke uh, suggests Holly Go Lightly, and the uh, the song is There Is An End. I liked it fine. Um, Nora does Bleachers, uh, Roller Coaster, which I, I thought was, I actually really like, Jack Antonoff's music. I know it's a little bit corny, but I like it. And I just thought her story behind it was really mm-hmm. sweet. Um, it's what she listened to with her husband. The her... stories are what I want. I don't give a yeah. shit about the music. Yeah. Tell me, yeah. tell me yeah. why you like it. Wh- well, I know it's like obviously it. so meaningful to her. Um, mm-hmm. And then listener Nicole uh, suggests Marion Hill. I want you. And that is the week. All right. It's time for some. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Mahalo. Thank you. I can't do it like you can, Mike. Um, Check out our merch, including our newest design on our website. Um, I wonder if we can get them in time for the picnic. I would love to see some of those shirts at the picnic. Um, If you are interested in archiving, that project is still going on. Email Christy and she'll hook you up. That's really fun. and if you want to help us out on Amazon, if you're already doing your shopping, hey, it's Prime Day coming up, right? Yes. So use our link for Prime Day. It's littleredbandwagon.com slash Amazon. Doesn't cost you anything. Kicks us a few pennies. Gets us out of a few jams. And I love. see all these uh, emails from Amazon about Prime Day. What, th- what does it mean? What is Prime Day? Oh, it's just a way to get us to spend more money on Amazon. I think they just put some stuff on sale, especially their stuff like the Echoes and the, the whatevers. Okay. It's well, just I, sales. I, I've been so stupid and lazy that I had not been buying stuff through our link, but I finally made that uh, switch over. So I've I've made at least one purchase. You know what annoys me about Prime Day, though? It's, it's not on like a Prime. It shouldn't be on 716. Like, that's not a yeah. Prime number. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Sorry. You're yeah, they really are missing an opportunity there for a good math joke. <laughs> I've always are. thought that, too. I get you. Okay. Um, Thank you. I've been wanting to get a Roomba because um, I lost. Ooh. I also lost the Roomba mm, in the you divorce, lost the which Roomba. is tragic. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I've been. I don't know if it's going to go on sale. That's the thing about Prime Day is you don't know. Yeah. Um, what's going to go on sale? So I'm going to wait and see if there is one. Um, and I'm definitely going to use our link for that because that would be a good little kickback. And if for it's some eighteen dollars, just get two. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Made by Roomba. <laughs> right. I'm sure it'll be just as good. Um, and last in housekeeping is go listen to Earbuds and Earworms. Uh, their la- latest show uh, 
was the it's called Sweet Summer Boy playlist. It's their version of Song of the Summer. Mitchell is my sweet summer boy. <laughs> Mitchell is a sweet summer boy, and he is just a delight. So it's definitely worth checking out. <laughs> All right, guys, get involved. Uh, LittleRedBandwagon.com is our website. ThrowYourPhone.com. Uh, you all know what to do there. Our Facebook page. Uh, come talk there. I think it's a fun page, and it's not just like hot dogs and honey smacks and all that Mm -hmm. jazz um show twitter is at lrb podcast uh email us at little red bandwagon at gmail.com uh our voicemail or text is 802-432-tbtl that's 802-432-8285 and with that uh meredith why don't you get us out of here until next time this is the next party by the way this is for ann why is it Novak Djokovic's nickname, No Joke? <laughs> and uh, I love you, Joe. Nailed it. Very nice. Great show. I'm serious about that. Why, not, why is he not No Joke? Yeah, that's, a, that's another missed opportunity. Come on. It really is.